Hello. Hi. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's it's just interesting, right? We obviously, we, we have a pretty standard opening. We talk about like, hey, hello, welcome to the economy. Yes, I was expecting you to do yeah, that. Yeah, and I know sometimes just throwing that off a little bit is, yeah. is interesting in and of itself. So it's unnerving. Weird. Hi, Shirak, how are it's, you? It's a good... Decluttering voice is a good, uh, okay, I'm just making that up, but no, I mean, but silence is a very interesting uh, concept in terms of conversation. Okay. So we're just going to have a silent podcast. No, 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 of course not. But I, I just mean like humans have a very, very high tendency to fill silences. Yes. And it's amazing what that does for conversation. I know. You get to hear a lot of rubbish. Just sometimes you just No, wish. no, it's not, I don't mean it like that. Well, this is okay. That's well, also true, by the way. But uh, what I mean is like, you know, it, you know, it's like a hot tip, right? You're sitting at a negotiation table and you're trying to like work through something. And sometimes, you know, someone's just pushing, pushing and you're, you're, you're kind of at loggerheads with each other. And instead of that, sometimes if you just sit silently and just wait, eventually they'll just tell you what they really want. And then, and then you can make progress. So sometimes that's what I mean. Sometimes like asking questions constantly kind of keeps moving them in a direction and there's resistance to that. But if you just don't say anything, then invariably they, 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 land up, they land up wanting to fill that gap and then yeah. start saying things that um, could be useful. Anyway, this is just... Yeah, they used to happen on calls when I used to be a lawyer. There you go. I used to be quiet sometimes. Or I'd just be exasperated going, oh my God, can they stop negotiating for silly terms? So I'd just go, okay. And then there'd be silence and then wait. Yeah, because they're expecting, a, they're expecting you to either react to it or say yeah. something. And when you don't, then they're like... Okay, but by the way, and then you kind of get into that. Yeah, usually it would be because I was trying to figure out what to write in the sense, like the new line in the clause. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to think about this properly now. And they're talking to me still, but yeah, they still talk. And then they'd actually give me the line usually. So it's all right. Or I'd go, no. Yeah. And what's cool about this also is, by the way, is that this is uh, one of those things where we don't plan the segue and the segue just happens organically. So we were actually going to talk about <laughs> your, your shift from being, being a lawyer yes. and you put it up, you know, organically know. because we were talking about something else. I'm amazing like that sometimes. Sometimes. Only when I don't tell you what the segue is, <laughs> then you get, then you get good at it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So anyway, well, today we're going to talk a little bit about... Well, we're calling it like a decluttering your life kind, yeah. of, kind of thing, but, but we're talking more, I think, maybe more towards your career. Yeah, so decluttering your previous career life. Yeah, or the decluttering that has to come with changing careers. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And so that's something you've been through. So we're kind of going to talk a little bit about that and kind of what that journey was like for you. Yes, yeah. Uh, so as you know, has come up, obviously, previously on the show, but also just a few minutes ago, you used to be a lawyer. I did. Uh, I was, so I was a solicitor for 13 years. Well, I wasn't solicitor for 13 years, but I was a lawyer for 13 years. And I gave up my career in 2013 to start Declatomy. So it's been over eight years. No, next month is eight years. Is that right? My math is terrible. Yeah, I was going to be like, I mean, you really, like, you, are you really trying to is do it eight? this? Yeah, did eight. Eight, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was a lawyer. I was never good at maths. Like I said, silence, um, silence works. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, get, I made that decision and I get a lot of the, oh, you're so brave. Oh, my God. You know, how could you do that? And I never thought of it as brave. I never thought of it as anything. I just know that I was going through a mental breakdown. I was miserable in my job. I was miserable in my career. I was traveling around the world. I went to places like Mexico, which was amazing. And I had, a, I love Mexico so much. I want to go back, but I was still unhappy because I was working ridiculous hours, dealing with a, a lots, lots and lots of toxicity in work, you know, a horrible corporate culture because I was a corporate lawyer in-house. So that's a whole different ball game from yeah. being a practice lawyer, a law firm lawyer. 
Um, so, yeah. Um, so I've talked about it, you know, generally and in interviews and stuff. But I thought it would be good to talk about it here because we've never really... Yeah, and especially the part uh, right after, right? So, I yeah. mean, obviously, uh, as you mentioned just now, you, you were going through a tough time at work. Uh, I mean, it's multiple things, right? The career is not fulfilling. The culture is toxic. You're not really happy. I mean, if you're, yeah. you know, when you said like you're traveling to Mexico, you come back, you're still not happy. That's weird, right? Because you would expect that you got to explore something new. You love to travel. Yeah. This should have been natural and it's not, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I found Dichotomy. I started it. Um, I didn't actually quit my job until, so I started it in, I came up with the idea in March 2013. Formed the company in August, but I left my company where I worked in October end of September so started officially in October so I didn't go straight into it I took time because I knew I was going to uh, earn all the money to save it to survive because I knew I was going to make a salary um, but it's dealing with the aftermath so I felt the weight off my shoulders as soon as I left that office with all my stuff like one box of things and then I had the flu twice so even my doctor was like nobody gets the flu twice but my body had broken down yeah. So that's a major thing. So my body did just decluttered all the toxins out of my body. Um, you know, I was very, very ill, but it was great afterwards. I lost loads of weight as well. Uh, <laughs> declutter the body with the flu. Um, but yeah, and so it, um, but yeah, it was, and it was at a time when social media was becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah. So Twitter, we'd been on Twitter for like, yeah, Since a few years by that point, actually. Yeah, yeah six, seven years at that 2009, point. 2009, we'd been... Yeah, eight or nine, yeah. 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 Um, so that was becoming more, you know, Instagram was up and running, I think. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, because I formed an Instagram account at that yeah, time, and, but that was yeah. early days still. Um, so it was more about telling your friends, you know, can you follow me? Can you tell people about me? You know, trying to get it myself out there to get support, because not only was I doing a new business, I was the first one in the region, in the whole of the Middle East. No one else was an organizer in the whole of the Middle East. I mean, now there's millions of them, not millions, thousands. But, you know, um, I was the first one. So nobody knew what decluttering was. They were like, sure, what is this? Like, I don't understand. And um, people would be quite, they were like, well, that's a maid service. Like, no, there's more to it than that. Um, so it's dealing with that was a big issue. Um, but on a personal front, dealing with friends was a thing. Did you have a lot of friends that turned around and told you like you were making a bad choice? Yeah, a lot of uh, not a lot, but a few people said I was crazy. Um, mostly Asians, so unsurprisingly, you know, and Arabs because you know, like you know, we've, it's a cultural thing. It's not, yeah, it's not normal to be entrepreneurial, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it's not looked. I mean, unless you like whatever come from money or have family business, it was a different story. Yeah. Because then again, it's a different kind of uh, they setup. They don't call themselves entrepreneurs if it's a family business. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a different setup anyway. But I think uh, there is there has been a very traditional attachment towards um, jobs of repute, right? Yes. Uh, the doctor, the lawyer, lawyer, the doctor, doctor, the lawyer. Yeah, you know, the engineer. Like that. They're, they're they're like. Categories with titles, as somebody pointed out the other day. So, like yeah. categories with titles and or careers with titles. So, so I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that being being a bit yeah. tricky. And I think it's a bit better now, but in probably in 2013, not so much. No, yeah, yeah. It was still back. It was that backwards view. I mean, to be honest, my parents, my my not even my parents, my dad and my brother said, you know, I told them about it. You know, when I came up with the idea and said, what do you think? 
and we're they're both bankers we're so we're all corporate and they said okay try it if you fail you can go back to being a lawyer <laughs> and it still comes up every so often going do you want to go back to being like no i don't no i can't handle working with people again in a corporate office um but yeah so that was a thing but another thing with friends were the ones who went i can't support you with no justification and you will find that when you do make a change in your life it's not just a career change i've seen it with people who have changed maybe their religion or their lifestyle and you'll see the naysayer friends you know the ones who are like don't believe in you why have you changed this is not acceptable i'm just not gonna support your new life um and those kind of people i got rid of i i mean i didn't have time for them anyway because i was too busy trying to set up the business and trying to promote myself and stuff but you do see a lot of that so if you're going through that right now you know you have the naysayers if you've changed something in your life and i know a lot of people have in the last year you know they've got into more spirituality or into creative endeavors you know or artistic things you know they're doing or sporty things a lot of people are doing more sporty things than before because they got into it during the lockdown and stuff so there are those naysayers and i mean you must have had that as well like starting your business like uh no i mean i don't think it was naysayers as much as but but they, they, i mean so there's there's a whole bunch of different things that happens right like you have um i i think I was a little bit fortunate because uh, for me personally, decluttering the life, uh, yeah. personal life, was already happening even prior to me doing all of this stuff. Right. Um, because I was I was dealing with, um, you know, uh, what what feels very toxic in certain friendships and relationships yeah. where it just feels like, man, every time I come to you with something interesting or something that I'm happy about, like yeah. you are killing that excitement for yeah. me. Um, and, you know, you, I think once you start recognizing that that's happening, it becomes automatic, like almost naturally. You just start, start, either stop going to the, those people or you yep. start reducing it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and it was hard to do that with friends who had been friends with for a long time mm -hmm. because there's so much. Um, it's, it's like that investment. right? You're, you're sitting there, you're looking, man, I've invested seven years in this friendship, just as an example. Yeah. Um, how do I let all of that go? Like, why has it come to this? Yeah. And maybe there is whatever. But anyway, we're digressing there. But but the idea is, yeah, so so that was already kind of happening for me. So I didn't see a lot of that. I right. didn't see a lot of it. But yeah, you know, there are times when like I will tell people what I do. And the first question, like before I can finish talking, it's like, how do you make money? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I understand the question. Because I think it's it's a valid one, mm. right? I mean, how do you generate revenue? How how do you get paid to do what you do? Uh, which I think is a fair question. Yeah. But there's something about the tone when it comes out yep. sometimes when you're kind of like, well, this sounds like a dumb idea. Like, how the how the hell could you make me making money off of this thing? And when when that tone comes, you just have this thing where you just look at them and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay actually. Thanks yeah. though. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like thanks, whatever. And you know that like there is there's kind of a line you've automatically yeah. drawn because of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there was one f friend who went, I don't see the point of having having your business exist. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, And this is a friend of yours. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, wow, there's like a few thousand in America alone. There's yeah. a few hundred in the UK. They're globally organized everywhere. People obviously need it. And this, I'd been in the business for about two or three years by then. Mm -hmm. So for her to say that, I was like, this is... You can't be saying something like that now when you've seen, you know, and she's seen my work. She's seen what I've done because it was on social media. So I was like, what, 
Where? There's something wrong with people. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> I mean, that could be the title of this episode. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's the first, you know, that's a major thing. Dealing. So when you do change something in your life, whether it's your career or your lifestyle or your, your whatever, if you have those naysayers, get rid of them. I mean, for us, and I think, you know, when you're talking about lifelong friendships, I mean, you've been here for many years, so you have friends, yeah. whereas I've got my close friends at home and then a few, a very few close friends here. Mm-hmm. Um, the close friends at home, mostly 20 years, more than 20 years of friendship, always will support. I mean, they supported me moving here, which was a crazy thing because nobody really knew where Dubai was when I moved here. Right. So that alone was good and amazing. So they've always been supportive. And the friends here, you know, the ones that have been supportive are amazing, into, you know, but then they leave and it's... it's but I mean, they're still your friends today for, yeah. for that reason. And I think the other thing also that we tend to kind of ignore a lot and it's going back to like sort of almost decluttering principles, right? Yeah. It's about doing it at, doing it at the right time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, and, and even as you're, as you're explaining now, um, you know, when you made the shift, then you got the naysayers, then you decluttered them. Yeah. As opposed to, I think that's something you should have been... We should all be doing anyway. I yeah. mean, if you are feeling that kind of negative energy coming from somebody... Uh, in your life you should be able cognizant to be able to step up and say like actually this friend is i'm not sure if this friend is really adding value or and it's not about adding value or this friend is draining me right and i think that that is something that you should be more cognizant of not only when you're in crisis in fact the best time to do it is when you're not yeah because when you're in a good place it's easier to move past that yeah then when you're in crisis because that time you're just hard i'm like man i'm already like struggling and i'm going to give up my friends like and that's that's a really tough yeah. thing to do. And it's I think it's an even tougher thing now with social media. So we're so reliant on social media. I mean, especially for me as an expat to keep in touch with people. Yeah. But I have, and I was just looking at my like my Facebook friends to, uh, today for some reason, and it's like three hundred friends, and that's it. Like you know, before I think it was close to a thousand. Yeah, a few thousands. Yeah. yeah. So now you know that's you know obviously it's my job to declutter, and I do declutter people, but. Um, I, I do do it, you know, as you said, in the good times or the bad times, if in the good times, they can't even like a post that says a lot about it. if it's once, then you can say, yes, it's the algorithms. But when it's every single time when you're sending, like, you know, for me, I do my view today. So I show a beautiful view or somewhere that I am. If that person can't like a simple video or picture of my view, there's something not right, you know? I feel that they, and and, and it's it comes up, you know, when you talk to them then, then they're like, oh, I'm so jealous that you're always doing these things. And you're like, don't be jealous, yeah, be that's supportive. The, that I agree with. I, the liking thing, I don't know, I, I feel a bit like kind of up and up, only because I'm feeling like I just want, I'm, I'm not feeling like I want to, that's where I want to be making my friends. And yeah. for me, the, the, the social media is now completely turning into this. When I feel like sharing something with the public world, that's what's going on yeah. there. Uh, my private relationships, I'm maintaining them offline and off, uh, not offline, but off social media yeah. anyway. Uh, so I don't know how much, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that, but I, I completely agree with you. Like if, if the reaction is this jealousy and the reaction is, yeah. you know, it's like the whining, complaining, the jealousy rather than being happy for you, yeah. then definitely that's yeah. something you should think about. Um, and I think, and also, yeah, everybody's using their social media in different ways. So a lot, as you're, you're very more, um, curated i guess is yes, the word you curated, want. <laughs> yes i was gonna say hidden or guarded yeah, but yes yeah, yeah. curated yeah. is the word for you yeah you're right curated for me uh, i i mean i have double accounts for personal and uh, and, and social but might say my facebook and all my fr- close friends know my facebook is my private space yeah this is where i sh- share my private life a lot with my friends around the world and my yeah. family 
Uh, so my cousins and stuff are on there. But on my Instagram, I might show pictures. It's, it's more public. It's more yeah. cats. Yeah, yeah. And then Twitter is where I'm more vocal about things. Yeah. But that's that's always where I've been. And my Twitter, personal Twitter account is, it's more where I can voice my opinions on political and world things that I'm interested in. Sure. Which might cause me trouble. But, you know. Um, you know, but it's, it, it's, it's my forum. So I have my different forums and my close friends yeah, know yeah, who yeah. follow me that these are my different forums and this is where I am. But, you know, say my Facebook is my private space. Um, and everybody has those kind of benchmark, not benchmarks, uh, kind of ways of the tiers of how they're using social media. That's it, come on. That's the word. There's very big words today. Um, so if you don't do that, think about doing that. Because that will help you as well. Because it's all fine and dandy to have all these millions of accounts and different social media accounts. I mean, there's Snapchat, there's TikTok, there's this, there's that. Do you need all of them? Do you need to follow all the people on them? You know, all your friends? Can you compartmentalize, you know? Yeah, so either, like you said, either you do it by network to say Facebook's private, Instagram's public, whatever. Yeah. Or saying, you know, I'm going to share the same thing everywhere, but then this is the audience and that's that. Like for sort of my approach, where it's like, I'm not, I'm not segregating by platform. I'm just saying, listen, I'm only going to share certain things on social media yeah. and then I don't care which platform it goes to. I'll pick a couple yeah, of them exactly. and I'll, I'll go equal on those. And then my sort of tighter relationships are happening off of yeah, Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Last year was kind of a little bit of a reset on that front. And I think it's important that we all of us realize that that's happening to us. And when we do it a little bit more ongoing, then wait for something to hit the fan and then turn around and be like, oh, my God, I have all these toxic people in my life. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's way harder as well. Yeah. And also think about yourself if you are that kind of person and if you are being toxic. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't be toxic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you're chasing someone because, you know, whatever, then like maybe, maybe it's time. Yeah, take a step back, look at yourself, look at what how you're behaving. And if people are reacting to you in a negative way as well because of your behavior, you need to look at that as well. Because we're talking about toxic people coming at us, but what if you're the toxic person going to other people and yeah, that or is could you be having that that kind of impact i mean you, you yeah. may not be exactly a toxic person but could you be having that impact whether you're seeing pushback from somebody yeah. repeatedly uh even though you think you're trying to help and maybe you need to reset that balance oh talking about trying to help did i did i mention about how people when you start your business they try to help and by telling you how to run your business <laughs> we didn't did talk we mention this. that no, no, we didn't talk oh my god it. can we please put it out there if someone started a business if they asked you for advice give it if they don't ask for advice don't give them advice and tell them what they should do about their business especially if you've not even heard about this kind of business so we're in a realm in a new business right no not many people heard of like podcasting until now eight years ago people hadn't heard of organizing the amount of useless or um patronizing advice I got over the years I still get you know after all these years I'll get you know you should do this you should you should create a course for your thing oh, yes I know I just have to find time to write the course or you know you should do this and that and it's like no please or why aren't you making this much money or why haven't you got assistance and oh, sorry it's mm. a rant it's a rant no I know I know I know I know exactly what you mean I think um, for me what has really worked is it and it took me time by the way to build that but I have a core group of friends uh, and there are a few I mean I mean, it's mm. not like one or two I think it's more than that 
um, who I trust in terms of advice. Yes. And so generally what lands up happening is, although I think part of the reason I trust them is because they don't just throw advice at me all the time. Yeah. They do it when I ask them for it. But it's I have that trust group, so to speak, where and yeah. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm just using that group to workshop ideas. Sometimes I have an idea and we're having a chat about something. But hey, by the way, what do you think of, yeah. if I launch something like this, would this be something you would be interested in? Not that you have to do anything about it, but would that be something that would be interesting? Mm. Um, and that helps. Yes, but, but it's but it's important to filter out all the others yeah. because, um, yeah, you get thrown at, advice thrown at you all the time. You have people contacting you all the time about things. Yeah, even though you know, there's nowhere in my communication where that's not clear that this is not what I do yeah. or this is not how I do it or so whatever it is, um, and it happens a lot. And and yeah. I think if if you are the person that just feels like giving advice to somebody about their business. See if you're the right person for that. Yeah. And if not, it's okay to not share it. Yeah. So unsolicited know? advice is not required, especially when you go to networking events. I get a lot of that. Like you explain what your business is because they won't understand it. And then they start giving unsolicited advice. It's like, no, please don't. But as you said, I think you had it on a podcast once about your board of people. Yeah. And like you, it, the, the concept was the personal board of governors or personal board, yeah. Yeah. board so, of directors, whatever. Yeah. And then I realized that I have that. So there's my few and you, you're included in it, as you know, because you get all my, you know, I ask you loads of questions all the time. But there's you and a few other people who are my personal board. So I don't have a board for my business, but I have this group of people that I reach out to, as you said, and yeah. like, you know, for whatever reason and say can you look at this what do you think you know is this a good idea is this a bad idea and that's a wonderful thing and it's a wonderful support network to have yeah so, and it goes both ways by the way and we do it for the friends in return as well like it yeah. it, it, it works both ways yeah uh, but yeah i think i think if uh, and this is to the people that give the advice i think you need to see if you're in that space with this person if the of course if the person has come to you for advice that's fine and yeah. that's one way don't be condescending but but, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But even if you're not, I mean, I have friends, by the way, who do give me unsolicited. It's like, I'm not looking for the advice. I'm just sharing something. And yeah. then they're like, hey, but have you thought of X? Uh, but that's fine because they are in my in, in my group of people that I will like, oh, OK. Like, yeah. I, I am brainstorming with them. Yeah. So that's OK, too. Uh, but I think, yeah, like you said, like if you're just dumping advice on people or trolling them online because of something they posted. Yeah. I mean, we've ha I've had that happen on, on comments, right? Like, we'll post a video and be like, well, you should have done the video like this. And you're just like... Um, yeah, I mean, thanks, it's up mate. there if you, you know, if you, or, or, or we've posted, I, I remember this, we posted like, a, a, like, like, a, a, we did, I I'm trying not to be specific, that's why I'm, I'm struggling, not because I don't remember it, uh, but we posted something and, and literally the comment was, well, have you considered like the Middle Eastern perspective? And I'm like, dude, like, maybe if you had read the thing that, that we wrote, like, you know, <laughs> then you would know that we had. And so it's just one of those things where it's just like, Man, like what, what, what? And you know, actually, more than more than the the fact that, I, like, I was not, I'm not offended by the comment, mm. but I'm, I'm very like, what was your thought process when you decided to do this today? You know, yeah. kind of thing. But anyway, but that's know, a, that we're, seems we're, to be a burden that lots of people are dealing with on social media. That, um, that there are that we call them the keyboard warriors that are out there. Yeah, I feel like we, we need to have a whole conversation about this anyway. Yeah, yeah. removing the keyboard warriors. Anyway, right, so we, we stop it today? Yeah, our, maybe, our, yeah. I went down the rant route. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so guys, look, I mean, if you are someone that's struggling with some of this, uh, feel free to reach out to Shalina at Declarami. That's at D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. Um, even if it's just because you want you know um just want to share and 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 you know it, that might help in yep. some way yeah but of course if you're looking to declutter and and a little bit more uh shalina is very happy to help you yes uh, declutterme.com slash podcast is where you'll find all of our previous episodes of course 
and um, we'll see you again next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.